Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Hi, Mom. Hi, Allie. It's nice to see you. You as well. Cute t shirt. Oh, thank you. It's old. Is it really? Yeah. It oh, is. Well, it way is. to bring it out. Yep. Um, I like that color on you. Sort of it's you're usually in such bright, warm colors. It's a cooler uh slate blue, and I like it a lot. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And it matches, okay. and of course you have glasses to match. You probably well, had to get the t shirt because you had the glasses. Yeah, right? well, once you have the glasses, you have to find the outfits that go with it. Of course you do. Um, mom, I've had a very busy morning. Yeah, I understand that. So, you know, one of the dilemmas of doing Shop Girls at 11 a.m. on Saturdays is do you have time to get to the room and board outlet, which opens at 10 a.m.? Now, I am fortunate in that I live fairly close to the room and board weekly. And outlet. Yeah. They don't open earlier for you. They don't. They don't seem to, although it would be very convenient. But um, Saturday, as everybody knows, is the bigger day. They do replenish for Sunday. And I've gone, but Sunday just never has quite the same feel as Saturday. And I am in the market for a few things, Mm -hmm. right? Like what? Well... I'll tell you something. Furniture is very expensive. Oh, thank you. That, is <laughs> this a bulletin? The heck? Oh, my gosh. So yes. one of the things we're looking for is a dresser for a kid's uh, room. Okay. Right. Um, but the kid has like busted through the floor of all the drawers in his current dresser. I don't know why well, he has he ha- too many T-shirts and he shoves he's them He's also had that since he was born. He has. He and he's has. now 83. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. um, but I'm sorry. I just, I don't, you know, I don't want to go crazy and yeah. spend a ridiculous amount. But at the same time, we did make a pilgrimage to Ikea last week. Hadn't been there in a while. They have changed some things. I haven't been in Ikea since before I felt, the I don't pandemic. Know, right. I kind of think me too. And I was shocked. They've changed the checkout line. They changed the snack bar. You have to order it all on a screen now. Oh, they sure. moved the grocery. They've changed a lot of things. Do they still have the um, balls for the kids to jump in? I think so. I didn't really pay attention because oh. we weren't going okay. there. But it's still the same route to walk yeah. around. And I knew where the uh, departments were. But I have to say, all due respect, and I love my Ikea and I buy a lot of things there and I'm happy to do so. But the dressers, I just was like, he's going to bust through this one in a minute. Like this is this sure. is not a good use of, you know, the I discounted price. But then it's like you go from there to like, you know, quadruple what it would cost there. So I thought I'm just going to go check. Meanwhile, they only had two at room and board. They were still too expensive on sale. If anybody has a good resource for me, I'm kind of thinking I might need to do some like vintage looking and maybe we'll paint something. Oh. But if anyone has it, but that's a lot of work. Okay. <laughs> if anybody has a good resource. <laughs> resource for like a solid piece of furniture that will not cost a fortune you know let me know i would really appreciate the the group sourcing on Have this you, but okay. this is not the end of yeah. my story oh, okay sure so the not. dresser i was done with that in two minutes and um i just didn't want to spend like twelve hundred dollars on sale for I that. okay yeah but then I'm walking out, and we also have a rug situation. You have a dog situation. We have a dog and a rug situation. We burn through area rugs because the dog likes a certain corner. I like a white rug. The two don't really no, don't really go so very good. well together. So we currently have a gray rug that was originally white. It, it just was? looks great. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh. yeah. Thank goodness it has a pattern, so it yeah. blends a little. But yeah, I don't want to tell you what it really 
really looked like, what it, what color it really was. I don't so rem- I just know that it's got a lot of um he has pulled out areas. yes 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 yes. So, you know, so I've been looking, haven't found anything and there on the floor at room and board is a rug that I'm like, now that that could be a good fit, right? And I got to say, it felt to me like a bargain. Now, maybe it was too expensive to begin with. It was a $2,000 wool rug Whoa. that was priced at three ninety nine. Now, that feels like a deal. Why? Right? Why was it that cheap? Because it's the outlet. Yeah, but you're sure? Or has it just been there they a long time? You checked it over? It didn't have a lot I of did, Mother. I checked it over. So and... I'm deciding, but I also want to like send a photo of it you know, to my father who has a better eye and can picture my couch better than yeah. I can. I, 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 I text him before I text my husband who will be like, yeah, sure, great. Yeah, what is he anyway, <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's now 1025, okay? Uh-huh. 1025 a.m. We are on the radio at 11 a.m. Right. They hand me the thing and I'm like, God, can I just have you hold it and come back later? Like, no, 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 you got to pay now. And so I'm like, okay. And I see the line looks kind of long. Little did I know that was just the beginning. The line to check out literally snaked through half the store. So how did you get here in time? And I was like, there's no way this isn't happening. But at this point, I really want this rug. Of course, because now you can't have it. And I'm truly thinking to myself, I might just text you and Stephanie March and say, hey, I'm not going to make the first segment because I got to check out. Because I got to get a rug. But I just decided I don't often, you know, pull out the I'm on the radio because who really cares, right? But But I went over to the corner and I I went to the cashier and I'm just like, I have a problem. I'm like, I have to do a live radio show <laughs> in like 25 minutes. Is there any way I can come back? And she's like, what time can you be back? And I said, I can be there at 1.25 p.m. And she said, sold. Oh, so they're holding you know, my rug see, for now me. My part. Oh, do we have a caller? Sarah, Sarah okay. is on the line and I'm hoping okay. she's got a good idea for us. Can we talk to Sarah? Hi, Sarah. Hi, I have a recommendation for a dresser for you. Tell me. World Market. Oh, that's a oh, good idea. Yeah. yeah, super solidly built furniture. It's all wood. Um, the price point is good, and it will hold up forever. You know what? You are so right. We actually bought um, like patio furniture at well, World Market, idea. and it's been it has been really great. It's it's held up very well. I forget a- about World Market, and then you know, once in a while, I think, oh yeah, they would have something like that, and they're. Their stuff is great, and it's very solidly built. You're right. I forget about that. I'm going to go there today. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate the recommendation. Thanks for listening. I want to say my part of your um, rug effort was I'm driving here to be here on time. Right, of course. And I get a phone call from my husband, Mm -hmm. your father, who says, it's the rug's beautiful. And I said, (laughs) What? He called the you rug. by accident. And I said, what rug? <laughs> and I was so completely confused. And yes. then, of course, after I called him back when I got here and he told me, I said, mm-hmm. oh, so in other words, she's not going to show up. Right? She's show. buying rugs. Yes. yes. But, you know, everything works Listen, out. Listen, it's on brand. It's the shop it girls. It I is. had to make a shopping purchase and get a deal. You and that, that felt like a really deal. Hold it? I mean, you do think she'll honor. I think. You, I mean, they... did she mark it or something so someone else doesn't? Take it out from under your nose. Um. Yeah, they put my oh, name on oh, it. Okay. Oh, 
Oh, look at that. My husband must be listening to these texts. Like, do you want me to go pick up the rug? Now, there's oh. an idea, honey. We, we yes. Also, we also had a caller recommend Mama's Happy in St. Louis Park, too. Oh, I know that That's one. That's a good idea. Yes, I think, yeah, Mama's Happy does have good furniture. You're right. They And they sell that special paint. When did that, they like, move, whole, though? I thought the last I knew they were on Excelsior Boulevard. Oh, no, no. Like, they're they over, now? like, um, I always forget what that street is called. Like, it, it's near, like, um, the Hoygard Village, you know, where the um, Bla- the tailors on Blake, oh, like over there. I know it, 36? Yeah, but there are other yeah. Mama's Happy locations, oh. too. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just happy. off of 100, right? kind of by 7 there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But There's actually so construction over there right now. your husband is offering to pick it up Let's for you. Let's hope so. Yes, honey, it's under Kaplan. <laughs> it's under my name. Yes. Okay. Well. Good to know that he listens. Yeah, and I hopefully he will lift the sofa and have it all placed by the time I get home. That'll be great. What color is this rug? You know, Don't tell me it's white again. No, it isn't. It isn't. That's the thing. But I didn't want to go too dark. But it is sort of the base of it is a gray, like a rich kind of smoky kind of a little. And then it has like a little faint stripe in it that's kind of like your shirt. But it also has this like pattern that has white. So it has the white that I wanted, but I don't think that Larry the dog will be able to destroy it. We'll see. (laughs) I don't think you give him enough credit. I can just be, the problem is the dog, you know how when dogs do that thing where they like scooch their little tush across the entire floor and you're like, oh gosh, what was on there? He, whenever he does that, he doesn't do it often, but when he does, it's always on the rug. It's always on the rug in the den. So we're just going to have to watch that. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a very successful <laughs> oh, morning. I I'm guess. feeling very good about it. When we get back, Will will fill you in on some retail highlights. We've got some great stuff coming up today, including the place to go vintage shopping this weekend, your um, tutorial on, on dressing for the Polo Classic and other summer events, that and lots more coming up on Shop Girls. Don't go away. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I biked to Lizzo's complete album yesterday. It was very uplifting and empowering. Really? I enjoyed it very much. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. it's a good thing it came out when it did. You know, they timing's everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I would guess the people in the biz are aware of that. Oh, I think so. And because Beyonce's Renaissance just came out. Have you listened yet? No. Just seen all the pictures. I may talk about that a little later. Mm. But we will look forward yes, to that, Mom. But Lizzo, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, this has been her, you know, week or 10 days or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she's been number one and it's everywhere. But now I don't know what's going to happen because Beyonce's out there. I hadn't listened to Lizzo's complete album. I haven't heard the complete album I mean, it's very like girl power, support your friends. So it's It's all all, upbeat? Yeah, mostly. But I mean, it's all just about like, I feel like it's much more about friendship and like self-esteem. It's not about, you know... Love and, and yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, it's good. It worked okay. well for doing a loop, um, along the river. So and, that was that mm-hmm. this morning. That was too? not. Mom, oh, I no. mean, I was no, wondering. This morning just how much was all about. The show. Yeah, right. That would really be impressive. Yeah. No, that was yesterday. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all right. Okay. Um. So let's get to a few uh retail headlines. Where are you okay. going to start? Well, should we start with Target since they're in our backyard? I guess. Did you even know the term sortation center? I mean, I don't really think about it. I mean, do you think that's a word that was made up by them? Or do you think it's in the dictionary? I I mean, sortation? I I don't know. I like fulfillment center way better. Well, 
There you go. I mean, it's usually what they're called. Right, Josh, Yeah, you're right. the only thing is, here's the thing, They have Josh. to be different at Target. No, it isn't only that they have to be different. It's like they don't have it, customers, they have guests. Yeah, they also well, have the so does card. Disney. Yeah, right. You know, but it isn't really just a fulfillment center. It is a sortation center. It's where they sort products. So it does... You know, it does make a difference. Um, they have, and six... you think at a fulfillment center they can't sort; they only fulfill. No, but I understand why they're calling it that. Do you not? Do you not understand what I'm saying? I so do. Okay, so they've had them here in Minneapolis, and they're opening more of them now, and they're going to continue to open them. Um, and I don't totally get how it works, but it's all part of their stores as hubs strategy, which seems to work for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that it it cuts costs. Well, for them. look, they're trying. And, Target is trying to leverage what where they can compete against Amazon, and that is having stores in virtually every you know population area in the country. They they've and got they can more get the packages of them. to them faster. They've and, got physical locations that are closer to more Americans than Amazon does. Yes, and their digital sales. Um, between 2019 and 2021, grew nearly $13 billion. And the stores actually fulfilled more than 95% of the total sales in 2021. Yeah, let's also just say that this is, you know, that they are trying to put a positive spin on the fact that, um, you know, they still have supply issues and sales are down. Oh, well, of course, but things are, stocks are going back up for them too. I mean, yeah, you know, I just still but, can't believe, I mean, just very anecdotally, and I'm curious what, what uh, experiences you're all having, but I just cannot believe how many shelves are empty. Yeah, no, that's true. Still, it just shocks me. Yeah, no, you're right. But anyway, then they are working with Shipped, which is the company that they own. Yeah. They have this whole process where, you know, they actually have shipped drivers who then come and load up their cars and deliver these things. They can get them out much faster. And they continue to add new, they're adding a, another fulfillment, or excuse me, a sortation center right. um, <laughs> in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And they you know, keep doing more and more to try to make it faster for customers to actually get what they want. Well, very good. I so, hope that works. Um, okay. Let's talk so, about Saks. Yeah. And their, um, it's funny, I was just listening to an interview with um, the founder of Rent the Runway which was having its best months ever in January and February of 2020. And then it all came crashing down. And Rent the Runway was like a great indicator, was so interesting. Um, Apparently, before retail broadly, you know, realized what was happening with COVID, Rent the Runway, there was like this mad rush to cancel subscriptions. And they saw it coming. They were like, what is happening here? And they lost like thousands and thousands and thousands of subscriptions in a manner of days and kind of saw this. And they were like near the whole thing was near collapsing after having like their their best. They've they've come back and they've figured out some new things. If you're a regular, they now they introduce some new plans. They're now selling um, in addition to oh, renting. They, oh. Yeah. Well, I, it's very interesting. And I, I'm always amazed at the ideas that they come up with. And in this case, they are partnering with Saks Off Fifth. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you can actually buy 
pre-owned designer items from Rent the Runway on Saks Off Fifth's website. So they now on their app, they have a um, pre-owned section. And all of the items that are on that website, they say are in excellent condition and they're identified, you know, with the Rent the Runway um, badge. So they have a curated collection and they have styles from over 60 designers and the items are priced at up to 85% off. Mm-hmm. And Saks determined, or Saks off fifth, um, determined that their customers are ready and wanting to purchase secondhand hmm. designer clothes. Interesting. They did surveys and all that and found that this was definitely, you know, a way to go. And it's kind of a unique um, relationship. But I think we've talked about it before on the show that the the global secondhand goods market is expected to grow by 24% this year and to double by 2026 where it could reach $82 billion. So, you know, it sounds like a smart move for both of them. Totally. I mean, I think for Saks, instead of just doing secondhand, it's like they need a partner, first of all. They don't want to be in charge of that right. business. And this allows someone else to do it. And a lot of other retailers have already partnered with ThreadUp and some of the others. And this feels a little bit elevated. And yeah. it makes it seem kind of special because Rent the Runway, even though they sell all categories, is still primarily known for... I think dresses and special occasion right. and designer things. Yeah, it and seems I think to for make Rent sense. the Runway, it's good exposure and it gives them another channel. I'm to always sell. amazed when you know they you just when you think, well, they can't come up with another sort of new idea, they do, and I'm I'm impressed with that. I mean, I don't think uh, it's that like you know well, crazy out of. I mean, well, no, they all but sell I mean, clothes. Really? <laughs> I will say, though, you know, um, when I interviewed Kittizen on my um, By All Means podcast, um, Dory Graff, the CEO, and Kittizen, of course, is, is, um, you know, secondhand apparel for kids. Right. She was saying that because they're doing more partnerships with brands that suddenly want a strategy to sell, you know, to do resale of their own brand instead of letting it all happen on eBay or Facebook or wherever or Kittizen, and she was saying that there will not be a retailer in the next few years that doesn't have a resale strategy. Everybody, I think she's probably right. Everybody's going to yep. have one. There's no, just too I much opportunity and too much momentum in that direction, and yeah. that's what consumers yeah. want. Um, the other thing, do I have time real quickly? Pottery Barn announced they've launched a new collection to serve consumers that have disabilities or injuries or just people who are aging, and they've made accessible, good-looking furniture for them as well. They've just announced this, so I think that's a a great idea. Nice. All right, we will be back with some vintage shopping scoop. That's next on Shop Girls. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. So here is a perfect example of the reality of being a small, independent retailer. I really, really, really wanted um, Amanda Bauman from Tandem Vintage to be on the show this week. Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk vintage. I want to talk about her store. She's got a big sale going on. She's raising money for a great cause. And I was like, could you call in at 12.30? And she said, well, I open at 12 and I'm all alone. I'm like, you don't even get a bathroom break. So then I twist her and said, (laughs) okay, how about 11.30 right before the doors open? And she said yes. So welcome to the show, Amanda Bauman. from Tandem Vintage. Hello. <laughs> nice to I'm, have you I'm with very us. concerned, Amanda. Like, will you even get a bathroom break today? 
I don't usually get a bathroom break. Um, it's just me. So yeah. I opened about a year ago um, mm-hmm. on Labor Day, and it's a one-woman show. So oh. I'm doing the shopping. I'm doing the cleaning. I'm doing the Instagram. I'm doing the photography. I'm doing the PR. When uh, do you sleep? It's all just me. I mean, you um, never... I don't- I don't sleep a lot. I do. Um, I do a lot of laundry in the middle of the night. I'm, you know, I'm always thinking about this little shop. Uh, well, it shows, and, it, and it, you would never know that it's just you from looking. I mean, your Instagram is so great. Your website is great, and of course, the store oh. is great too. Um, so you were Thank doing you. this. You were selling through other retailers and selling online before you decided to open your own storefront. Was that always kind of a, a dream? It actually, it wasn't. I was <laughs> super, super happy um, selling out of someone else's shop Mm -hmm. um i had a really great space in northeast and i was paying them rent and a little bit of a percentage and they had the store staffed full time so it was sort of an ideal situation that i could just put my goods there and then be out hunting right um but after the pandemic hit i moved everything back home when that shop closed down for a while and it gave me a chance to think about what I really wanted to do. And, um, you know, finding your own space in a good location with good walking traffic that's cute and affordable. It took me years and years and years. Sure. And coincidentally, I had moved all my stuff home. And then I heard through the grapevine that a shop was opening up at 38th and Grand. And I was like, I have to get in there. And... I got in there somehow, and so now I've been here for almost a year, and I do have my own space, and I love it, but I'm, I'm, I have limited hours. I'm only open on the weekend so that during the week I can be out shopping and doing laundry and <laughs> taking pictures and doing all that stuff. So I think that's great. Do you shop for items strictly in the Minnesota area? Do you look elsewhere? Yeah. Sure. I, um, what we do, my wife is a teacher, so we have some flexibility in the summer to go on road trips. Um, we went to her aunt's cabin a few weeks back and she was hanging out with the dogs at the cabin. And I spent a couple days drifting up and around Northern Wisconsin and I went to Green Bay. So I'm always looking for chances to, to go around uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin. Um, I also did, I've done two buying trips to Florida this year. So, I mean, it is, it is getting hard to find really good quality vintage. Why is that? um, The demand is up. Huh? Interesting. You've got such a good eye and um, so much colorful merchandise and so well curated for those of us who don't have the patience or expertise to dig. What are what are people looking for right now? What's what's selling? What are you in love with in the shop? Um, let's see. I think I was trying to think about that in terms of trends, and I think people are looking at clothing a little bit differently. Um now, since the pandemic, um, people are thinking about comfort a lot more mm-hmm. and what makes you feel good and what's comfortable. Um, people are definitely looking for secondhand fashion, whether it's vintage or 
just secondhand in general. People are thinking about affordability and quality and more than like trends like, you know, High-waisted pants are still in, although low-rise are coming back, which I'm not happy about. Um, <laughs> color is very popular, prints. But I feel like people are just really playful and are just having fun and want to wear things that make them feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More than like, oh, what's on trend? What's this trend? More than following trends in fast fashion. It's what What do I love? What makes me feel good? And that I love I love where that's going. What makes an it... elastic pants? Like oh. soft <laughs> pants versus hard pants. You can't. People aren't those. loving, you know, just being comfortable. Calf cans, right? Oversized house dresses, you know, linen dresses. People are just wanting to be comfortable and. Yeah, right. you want to look it's good, hard, but you hard want to, to go back to the hard pants. Yeah, nobody wants that. <laughs> so, what makes it? vintage as opposed to just saying this is a secondhand piece what what years does it have to be to be vintage it has to be at least 20 years old to be vintage okay so that's not who's decided that and a lot of vintage so right now um 90s and early mid 2000s are really trendy but of course early mid 2000s was a lot of fast fashion Mm. um and i also you know, was in high school and during the 90s. So I'm not super into, like, that as much as I'm really focusing on 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and then to modern. Mm -hmm. Um, Just colorful, playful, wearable. I would say half of my, maybe 75% vintage now and 25% um, secondhand um, sustainable brands. Hmm. Okay. That's really an interesting point, though, about the whole fast fashion period. I wonder yeah. if we won't see as much, I mean, even as the years go by, We're if that will out. just be like a gaping hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when I go, when I used to go thrifting, you know, I'd grab my cart, I'd hit up the Goodwill, and I'd be able to fill my cart with vintage T-shirts and vintage flannels and, and denim and dresses. And now it's, Eighty percent shine, Forever Twenty One. Really, you know, it's all fast fashion. And if I see a vintage dress on the rack, I like stopped in my tracks and I'm like, "Holy crap! There's a vintage dress!" It's, right? It's hard to find. You know, so I'm I did doing he- a lot of personal buying appointments these days to try to really find good vintage. Interesting. I did hear um, an interesting report about um, Shine, Sheen, whatever, however you say it. Um, I think saying it wrong. Uh, that they that there is this kind of ba- even though things are going well for them still, so it's, people are buying backlash, it. There is yeah. a backlash happening among young people who recognize yeah. that, like this is kind of gross and it's really bad. Yeah. yeah. And and I think I mean I get encouraged that like my teen would rather go to a vintage shop like yours, you know, or go thrifting than go to the mall. So that's good. I definitely think you know, regardless of age, I mean high schoolers are coming in and they are definitely thinking about where is this made? Right. Who made this? Hmm. And I love that. You know, yeah. that's it's huge. People thinking about, you know, not just what's affordable, but who's making my clothes? Well, right. How are these people being treated? You know, right. the, the 
the sign or however you say it, the the clothes are so poor quality and the people are not getting paid. So it's just when you are shopping for fast fashion and you're getting that $5 tank top, that's the reason that it's cheap is because someone is not getting paid. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. That's how could how they I, be? That's how I look at it. We're talking to Amanda Bauman from Tandem Vintage in Minneapolis. You have a big day ahead, a big event, <laughs> um, a sale, and you're and you're donating a lot of money to a great cause. Can you tell us about it? Sure, sure, sure. So I was connected with Jesse Ross recently, and he is a wonderful human. Um, he's an entrepreneur, a speaker, an activist. Um, he lives with his family in North Minneapolis. And right now he is has a GoFundMe to raise money for a down payment for a building um, on the north side where he wants to house BIPOC and women-owned businesses mm-hmm. and be the landlord of this building to create a sense of community and change and black wealth on the north side. So mm-hmm. I had him take over my Instagram, and this weekend I'm donating 20% of sales um, to help him with his down payment. That's amazing. So, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So so anything, so we can go shopping, get great vintage, and know that also <laughs> a portion is going to a, a great cause to create more opportunity and wealth in Minneapolis. And it's, it's kind of, with Jesse, I feel really good about helping him because you're not just supporting one person. You're supporting this really amazing human who's trying to help a ton of other amazing right. humans. Mm-hmm. So with one donation, you're really helping a lot of people. And then in addition to that, Amanda, is this your yard sale? Is that is that what's happening yes. today too? Yes. yes, it's good timing. Um August 13th, which is the second Saturday of August, I'm having my sixth an- annual Vintage on a Dime sale. And I've had it every year. This is a sixth year. And I have other vintage sellers and myself. We clear out all of our stock. Um, everything is $2, $5, $10. Mm. And I'm also going to have some local artists this year. Um, I'm going to have Becca Worley and um, Rare Press. And it happens in my backyard. Oh, and fun. early bird tickets for that. Um, I'm raising money for um, Our Justice, um, which is a local nonprofit helping to fund and support um, abortion care and reproductive justice. Very nice. So Very I'm nice. always trying to give back, even though I'm just like one one person running but my you're own doing what show, you can i know so that's important for me seriously that. that's amazing because it's hard enough just to keep afloat when you are one person running a business and the fact that you're donating so much really speaks it says volumes it really does well so many people have supported me since i first started doing this like a decade ago i have some really great people lifting me up and supporting me and spreading word about my business and just following me all over town, wherever I've been popping off or wherever I am, or my yard sale or whatever. And it's so important for me to give that back. Absolutely. Well, check but it out. We haven't even talked about 
thrifting or thrifting. Oh, my gosh. You're going to have to come back on. You'll have to come back to do that, and we won't bother you the weekend of the yard sale, I promise. You're going to have your hands filled. I would love to come back and talk some thrifting. Okay, we will do that. It's tandemvintage.com. Go follow Amanda on Instagram. Follow Tandem Vintage and get out there today and support the store and support small business and BIPOC-owned business in Minneapolis. Amanda, so great to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. you We will be back with more Shop Girls right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Hope your Saturday's off to a terrific start. It is an absolutely gorgeous day out there. Hope you take advantage. Um, I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, it is that time in the show. Summer boots, silky kimonos with shorts, wife pleasers. That's right. It's time for whose look is it anyway? Can't believe she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? Okay, mother. Yes. What is a wife pleaser? My husband. Oh. <laughs> Good no, one, Mom. Good one. but well, it came to me right away. Uh-huh. Um, no, this is a term apparently that has become popular on TikTok. All of a sudden, everybody, all the men are wearing white tanks. Women are too. But Mm -hmm. I mean, you'd think that this is a really big discovery, the white tank top. Mm -hmm. But on TikTok, they've sort of rebranded the ribbed white tank. So they're taking back the offensive name that those shirts used to be called. That's right. And now calling them wife pleasers. pleasers. Although I might disagree. It, 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 I mean, I okay. there are certain men who look good in them well, for the most part. Well, that's true about everything. Yeah. You know, but Chris Evans is the one who has been wearing them a lot. He's been sort of giving you a sneak peek at his underwear is what they say. You know, I like see. They, whatever he's wearing, especially on the red carpet instead of the usual, you know, tux or the suit, mm-hmm. he's been... Um, Wearing, first of all, he's been wearing this knit polo of sort of a pattern knit polo, which in style says is the men's shirt of the summer. But instead, whatever he's wearing, instead of hiding his undershirt, he is displaying it. This sort of a soft scoop neck look. Yeah. And uh, there are others who have been doing this as well. So apparently, you know, but according to TikTok, this is now. It used to be a different kind of look. You know, Paul Newman didn't look bad when he wore it, but they didn't call it a white pleaser then. True, but, true. But um, anyway, so that's... I, I, okay, well, know. now we know. Yeah. New name, old garment. Exactly. Okay. So have you not ever wanted to just, when you have a really early morning flight, mm-hmm. just want to get out of bed in your PJs and just leave the house? Mm-hmm. Do you ever think of flying in your PJs? I mean, not really. Okay, well, if you're Angelina Jolie, mm-hmm. you do. Okay. Um, I have to say, she looked really good. Uh, she was at Heathrow Airport with one of her children, mm-hmm. and she was wearing, now I can't say I have these in my wardrobe, she had Valentino's uh, silky top and trousers set in chocolate brown. Just, you know, the real 
traditional pajama, yeah. you know, button or pajama. Yeah, but it and doesn't look sloppy at all. No, I mean, it looks like I mean she really looks, well, in a way, you know, the fabric, it reminds me of, you know, all the slip dresses that are being shown now, too, which some of us call nightgowns. Right. So, you know, it's it's that kind of look. And then just to top it off or to bottom it off, she had Valentino's um, brown leather slide sandals. Mm. They just cost $750. Mm. So that's a bargain. Um and, of course, it does make it easier to get them on and off when you go through the metal detector. Mm-hmm. And she carried a YSL jumbo quilted tote with All of those outfit. touches help to uh, elevate the elegance of wearing uh, your pajamas I just at think the airport. I, I couldn't do it. You know, I think you can do it if you're Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. I just don't think even if I had that pair. I agree. I agree. It's the I, kind of thing that looks good in a paparazzi photo. But yeah. if we did it, people, we would We're just look like, ridiculous. What are they doing? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, you mm-hmm. know, good to be Angelina Jolie. I guess so. Um, the other thing you mentioned earlier were summer boots. And yes. this one, I don't understand at I all. I know you're very opposed to summer well, boots. Well, I mean, if it's 95 degrees and you're wearing the smallest amount of clothing you can, why would you put a boot on? Um, for a surprise. Oh, just, okay. just because you like boots. Well, I don't like boots with summer dresses. Not just, um, and we're not talking like little ankle boots. No, 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 tall no, no, no. boots, tall like boots. Western style. Yeah, boots. cowboy boots, and then there is a, a Balenciaga spike heel uh, and pointed toe boot that mm-hmm. apparently among. Those who can afford it is right. very popular. Well, but. this was the street fashion look of the shows at the um, spring 2023 fashion shows yeah. in Europe, in Paris. All of the it girls were wearing their short skirts and their tall boots. Yeah. So, I mean, personally, I would say no to that one. Me, but Give I mean, me I suppose sandal. if you're going to wear like a little mini dress and you're going to a fashion show... I mean, maybe it just Why? feels a little more like a statement as opposed to just wearing like, you know, there a, are a, a lot a of little cute dainty sandals sandal. out there. I know, but yeah. I just feel like it's, it I think puts it, it, on, it says it's when it you says put, cool when you, right, it says like, this is fashion. And I, I thought about well, it. Well, I don't think one should live that way. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay. How about and, kimonos and shorts? Well, is this you know, your look of the summer? J-Lo's wardrobe for her Parisian and Capri also honeymoon, although she got rid of him for Capri and it just had her Capri just had her kids with her there because he had to go back to work. Um, and she was wearing a silky pink kimono and short set in a tropical pattern with leopard trim. I thought she looked absolutely ridiculous. I mean, some of the clothes that she wore, she had two refor- reformation sundresses that she wore while they were in Paris and that that are a little over $200 each and somewhat affordable for some people and pretty. This, I thought, looked silly. She looked like she should be in bed in this outfit. Wow. Did you like Mom. it? Um, I mean, uh-huh. yeah, it's not my favorite. No. I mean, she she wore some great it's looking It's actually a and- tiny bit too short. I think it would have been cuter a touch longer. It doesn't make her legs look good. Even on J-Lo. Yeah. Because she's wearing the flat sandal. Yeah. That's the thing. Well, you need a little lift. You're going to try to pull that off. Needs a little Even J Lo. When we yeah. get back, we'll take your questions. We'll talk shop. More coming up after the news.